1: Thanks for tuning into to another episode of the Abundant Grace Podcast. Today we are going to talk about unconditional love, God's unconditional love. Romans 5, 8 says that God meant his love toward us in that when we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> that he would die for us in our sinful state when he didn't even know if we were going to accept him or reject him. I just like to sit with that and bask in that. But I think all too often we kind of stray from that and stop believing that he loves us even when we're doing bad. It sounds weird to even say that he loves you when you're bad. Like we try to teach our children, does mom and dad love you when you're naughty? We want them to say yes, absolutely yes, we know that. And the same is for God. He loves us completely unconditionally. His love is everlasting, Jeremiah says. I love thee with an everlasting love. He loved us so much that he sent his son to die for us and redeem us. Herein is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. He's the satisfaction of that debt. And God paid that debt because he loved us and he proved that he loved us by paying that debt and moving heaven and earth to be with us. Psalm 40 verse 5 talks about how much God thinks about us, which is kind of weird to think about us being on his mind. Like the psalmist also says, What is man that thou art mindful of him? Why in the world would you be thinking about me? Why did you create us and stick with us? (laughs) You know, he didn't have to. And I'm sure many other people have said this. When I began to get a hold of God's love for me, the abundance of God's love for me, it transformed me. I realized that I didn't have to read my Bible for God to love me. I didn't have to keep doing and serving. I didn't have to show up looking a certain way for God to love me. I didn't have to hide my junk, my thought life from him. I could let him in on all of it because he wasn't gonna stop loving me. His love completely changed me and transformed my life. And that's not an understatement. I went from a place of hiding and working really hard to letting him in and resting in Him. It's like I came alive for the first time. It was the closest thing to revival that I can tell you. And it wasn't because of me. It's not something that I did. It's not like I prayed for 36 hours straight or read my Bible through in a month and bam, I was experiencing revival. Bible. No, it was how could He love me this much? And How can it truly be not conditional in anything that I am doing? But it is. And a picture just came into my mind of a radiant bride. She is glowing. And this is the day that she is to marry her beloved. And she knows how deeply he loves her and wants to cherish her and care for her. And that's what I feel like my heart was like whatever was covering my light was removed i could shine for him and tell other people about him because it wasn't just about fire insurance it wasn't just about a future hope it was about a relationship with him right now and and that all happened because i began to grasp his great love for me and the longer that i sit with that and whenever i'm feeling discouraged or starting to let defeat whisper in my mind i run back to the gospel i run to his unconditional love and let that speak into my life again let that revive my spirit over and over it can do that and i experienced a relationship with him that was not possible before when i was trying to earn his love It wasn't real love. And we know that from our earthly relationships, if a parent said that they only love their child, if they don't do this, or if they keep walking this way, we look at that and go, well, that's kind of shallow love. So we know that it's not right for an earthly father to treat his son like that. And our heavenly father is even better at it than an earthly father. If we know how to give good gifts to our children, how much more does He want to pour out goodness into our lives? No matter how we're living, He doesn't keep track of how we're living and keep score. We are His. And because we are His, we are beloved. It's not about what we have done. Like when Jesus was baptized and caught up into the air, God spoke and said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And this was before Jesus started his earthly ministry. This is before he did any miracles or preached any serpents. And God said, I love him. And he was lovely because of who he belonged to. He was lovely because he was loved. Like that bride example that's what happened in my life i could serve from that place of being loved and cared for i don't think that we can overemphasize his love like his true love i think there are counterfeits of his love uh, that people try to apply his love outside of the gospel and that can be dangerous but his love in reference to the gospel I don't think it can be overemphasized because we love him because he first loved us. And he he gives us commandments to love him, love others, and love the brethren. And he says that if you're doing those, you're basically fulfilling all the law. Because he says that on those commandments hang all the law and the prophets. So if you focus on falling in love with him, you'll be right where you need to be. And there were years in my Christianity when I would hear people talk about loving God and the importance of loving God. And I would make a commitment to tell God I loved him every day or to try really hard to love him better. But that wasn't the answer. I couldn't do it. I I would get defeated by just even trying to love him more What made me able to love him was seeing his goodness to me and seeing his love for me. And that's when his unconditional love transformed my life. I no longer have to try and try. I no longer have to try to muster up some extra love for him. Because it's all flowing from what he has done for me and his love for me.
0: If personal revival, like I talked about in this episode, is something that you find yourself longing for or something that you haven't experienced in a while, I created something just for you. The Revival Starter Kit is your first step to growing your relationship with God. In it, I've included over a dozen journal prompts as well as some action steps to take to begin cultivating that relationship with him afresh, rooting out limiting beliefs, and really setting a foundation of a balanced view of God because we can't have an intimate relationship with him if he's feeling distant or harsh. So to grab that, click the link below this episode, click on the Revival Starter Kit, and then you can just enter your name and email address, and I will send that right over to you. I can't wait for you you to get your hands on this and for you to take the next step in growing your relationship with God so that you can experience a vibrant, abundant, intimate relationship with Him for yourself. Thanks for listening to the Abundant Grace Podcast. I would love to connect with you, either to hear your story or hear your comments on today's episode. You can find me hanging out on Instagram, emily.abundantgrace, or send me an email, hello at emilyklewis.com. That's emily, the letter K, L-O-U-I-S dot com. Until next time, remember, God's grace abounds
1: and won't ever run out.